0: They're also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino's home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW report were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18. There's something the about Germany, why I made the curators pick up the Hollywood French Community, Unity, unity, unity. Hard, hard,
1: hard, hard, good, 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 good is my uh, 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 what's going on people welcome to another great episode of hashtag observations tfr by crazy d featuring my special guest host my sister Tanya M Congress. How you doing today, Tanya? Let's check out your sound. Make sure that everything is right so that we can get this show on the road.
0: Good morning, good morning, good morning. Are you hearing me? You hear me? Okay, we got a thumbs up on the hearing. Good morning, listening audience. Welcome unto another. Robust episode of observations, hashtag observations, uh, TFR. Uh, We were welcoming you this morning. Tanya is up and full of energy this morning. If you can't tell in in my voice. So I have today, I have a giant honeycrisp apple. That's my favorite, the honeycrisp apple. And I have my power tea with the hawthorn berry and the hibiscus flower. And I have a separate bowl of ginger immersed in some water today. Um, I don't wanna tip it too much because we have an accident on my keyboard. We know how that goes, right? All right, so I'm ready to get the, the road on the show. Uh, how about you? How you doing this morning? I'm doing as
1: well as can be expected. The phone lines are open. 213-943-3358. 213-943-3358. 3358 What is the topic for today Right Because you know we've been talking about We've been Talking about Production right We've been talking about the independent DIY Do it yourself Nature of Filmmaking This is part 2 What's the topic for the day is before lights, camera, action, there is a good script. Before lights, camera, action it is a good script. Hashtag observations TFR episode 60, right? So before lights, camera, action is a good script. You have to have a good script or you're going to have some problems. So listen, the chat is open. Let me back up a little bit cuz we want to shout out and drop out to the people who are watching us on Periscope, Vimeo, a certain a certain social media site and the Film Review Life channel on YouTube. The Film Review Life channel on YouTube. Make sure that you smash the subscribe button, smash the subscribe button, smash the like button, smash the share button. Tag your people in this to let people know because we're bringing more information. Before there is lights, camera, action, there is a good script, right? Before you ensemble the cast, book the locations, hire the crew, Before you look at what angles and lenses to use to tell the story, first there must be a good script. A good script is key to making the making of a movie run smoother. The only edits to the script should be the final edit during the final cuts of the film by the editor. So we take a look at script writing how to go about writing a script, it is a process not everyone can do. Most likely, if a person can't verbally communicate what a future film is about concisely, the script is going to be, sorry to say, not sorry to say, trash, it's gonna be trash. And then, what about after script is secure? and then what about after the script is secured what lighting makes a scene pop versus pedestrian attempts at filmmaking let's discuss the phone lines are open 213-943-3358 213-943-3358 for all filmmakers you can feel free to come in and don't forget this friday episode 63 of hashtag observations tfr we have Keith Lee from Stockton California he is a Stockton California filmmaker director who has his latest film his latest film is on Amazon Prime so we talk to the people who make it happen so you definitely want to tune in then to get information and of course we're going to go interactive today so y'all get ready i don't know if a lot of you some of you may not have done it but you know those little plus signs they open up additional windows because we're going to go interactive today and you're going to be able to read along because we're going to perform a script today oh we are interactives here here at hashtag observations tfr so let's begin like we always begin smash the share button smash the like button we're always taking you to another level
0: let me uh let me say something before uh, we continue here go ahead you um whoever is operating You know, we can't pinpoint who you are, you know, we can't see you, but we know you're there Whoever is messing around with the systems and uh, things like that You are not going to be able to frustrate the purpose uh, Our purpose for this broadcast, you're not going to be able to frustrate it All you're going to do is press out new creativity, you know, when you stomp the grapes the grapes, Stomping the grapes and mashing the grapes Make the wine So you're not going to be able to frustrate The purpose uh, Of this broadcast Which is the purpose of God You're not going to be able to frustrate that So you're going to find yourself Coming against God himself Instead of uh, two people That you see, I promise you If you don't believe Fat Meat Greasy Keep watching
1: Keep talking for me <laughs>
0: This is, um, you know, it's it's getting to be uh, really ridiculous and quite humorous because, you know, it makes me laugh. See, when when what you do is you let us know that we're on the right track by trying to frustrate systems. And we know that the prince of the power of the air is your father in doing that. So uh, if y'all don't understand that lingo, uh, you'll figure it out if you just think about it. But, you know, we're not going to uh, play these games with you. And all you're going to do is press out something that's more detrimental to you than it is for us. Power of prayer is everything. So keep keep playing. Um, (laughs) You know. But today, guys, we're doing something. One thing that you can always count on, on Observations TFR and... uh, Well, hashtag Observations TFR and... Hashtag TFR podcast live you can always count on variety you can always count on uh, diversity you can count on that in our broadcast so every day there's something different our topics are, are always interesting and you always leave with something that you may not have known so we, we, we aim to give you knowledge that you can take with you in your life's journey that we have acquired and amassed so much of it ourselves up until this point. Um, You know, me being in my 50s and D almost, well, he's kicking 50 in the behind. So Hmm. uh, (laughs) he's right on the tail. He only got a few months left and we never thought we'd see these days. We were, uh, I remember distinctly us sitting at the kitchen table and neither one of us were uh, I don't, I'm i not quite sure how we were But we were always talking about Yeah, when I'm 25, you'll be 20 When I'm uh, 40, you'll be When I'm 45, you'll be 40 and, and he's like, you'll always be older than me And we always was going back and forth with that And now we look up And these years have flown by And you look back and say You think about when you were in the midst of the days of your youth you thought you had forever Like like seeing this time Seemed like it was going to be a 100 years away But it's so much um, When we think about time being money And money being time And squandering time and squandering money If you're not making money With your time You're squandering money Or missing money and squandering time And so It's very important Because we have one life you know and it's very important that we make the best of it while we're here and and put ourselves in the midst of people who in who encourage us that we may be inspired to do what we're supposed to do in our lives
1: let's continue on because we have we have no We've lost one of our platforms, but we have the others going, so we just record it down like what it does and put it up okay, people. So here we are, back again. Thanks for all those who are still in tune with us right now. We are going to be interactive, and we're going to be talking about that today. They kind of tripped it up, but it's okay. So let's go on ahead and let's start with some memes, like we always do around this time. A little earlier than this time but it's okay so we're gonna move through these a little bit faster so I will be a little pressed by this but then this first meme is also true because it just just goes with the territory growth is often mistaken for acting funny
0: growth yeah let me talk about that
1: Growth is often mistaken for quote-unquote acting funny.
0: And that acting funny often requires you to some you have to separate from permanently. Some um, you put space between you and them because when you're trying to be productive, it's only so much time as 24 hours in a day. So you don't have a lot of time to sit around and make small talk. Sit around and talk about things that are non Essential everything From this time going forward 2020 if it hasn't shown us Anything else it's showing us not To waste time I mean We have to uh, Make sure that we're investing our time Wisely so that we get the Desired outcome
1: True indeed so let's move to the next meme Here the next Meme Right here. Smash the share button, smash the like button. Let the people know that we are on. All right, let's go here. If anyone is alone with no family or nobody to spend Thanksgiving with, please let me know I need to borrow some chairs. What? If anyone if alone. is alone with no family or nobody to spend Thanksgiving with, please let me know. I need to borrow some chairs. That is a spin on the COVID nineteen virus. Right. It's like partying like it's nineteen ninety nine, right? So here's another here's another thing. Here's another meme. All right. Next meme up Don't be So hard on yourself The mom In E.T. Had an alien living in her House for days And
0: didn't
1: notice Don't be so hard on yourself The mom in E.T. Had an alien living in her House for days And didn't know it You're going to have people eating off of you. And don't feel bad. Some people try to tell you, but don't feel bad. You know, it's just (laughs) going to go along with the territory, right? So next (laughs) meme right here. Next meme. This one right here I thought was real interesting. Okay, here we go. I'm so sick of ugly, I am not talking about physical looks. I'm talking about ugly hearts, ugly souls, and ugly actions. I'm so sick of ugly, I am not talking about physical looks. I'm talking about ugly hearts, ugly souls, and ugly actions. What you got to say to that?
0: It is true, uh, and we talk about this in, to some degree almost every day about the the effects that society has on people, and in their efforts to acquire, um, they they turn into something else, or maybe they not they didn't turn into something else. Maybe that's what they they were. They're just being who they are. Um, these ugly hearts. You could tell. Well, how do you how can you tell an ugly heart? Out of the abundance of one's heart, the mouth speaks. So when you hear bucket mouth and you hear um, all kinds of things that are self-centered and all of that, or nasty comments towards people and stuff like that, that is what's in a person's heart and their soul. So once they start speaking it, they go into action behind it. And that's just who they are. It's no surprise. It's just disenchanting to see.
1: Let's continue on here. That is not, that is a no-no. That is a no-no for that to have happened right there. It's a hard Okay, so let's go. Let's move on here. There's all kinds of things happening today. Let's see. Next meme. Very interesting. That doesn't, that never comes through. Now, this is an interesting one. This never comes through and I don't know why this is coming through now. All right, here we go. Uh, Full offense. This person says they mean to bring full offense with their statement. Full offense, but you can't be a Christian and hate gay people. You can't be a Christian and hate people a different, of different skin you can't be a Christian and hate people for living differently than you you can't be a Christian and hate people that's not Christian
0: <laughs> what you got to say to that um well isn't it maybe it is Maybe it is uh, I'm not going to go too deep into it Maybe it is It's not uh, The Christianity that's been presented to you Paints the picture that it's not supposed to be that But it's only going to manifest The origin that it is And because that is factual uh, Maybe it is It was it was created by people who were biased It was created um, By them So it's no wonder that it's manifesting bias However if you want to look at it from the fundamental or the ideological presentation of christianity no you can't be christian and hate hate gay people you can't be christian and hate people of a different skin color you can't be christian and hate people for living differently than you that is absolutely correct because if we go back to john 3 16 for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, that whosoever believes in him shall not perish but have everlasting life. In the whosoever is inclusive of gay, different skin color, and people who live differently. That's the whosoever shall believe in him, shall not perish and have but have everlasting life. So, in order to lead those who you consider to be living so much of a, a standard that's less than yours, if if you can say that. Cause that's opening up a can of worms but if you if you're saying that they're not living right or whatever there has to be a love in your heart the same love that 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 inspired god to create a son to come down here and suffer for the per- perpetuation of our sins if you don't have that same love that love should motivate you to be able to embrace gay people, to embrace those of a different skin color, and to embrace those who look different than you or live different than you so that you are able to speak to them. The Apostle Paul said, I become all things to all men that I may save some, not that he becomes gay, not that he can change his skin color, not that he'll he'll succumb to living a different life than he already lived. But what he's saying that he's able to interrelate with each of those different groups that he may save some of them because he realized that all of them will not adapt to his ideologies and his religious beliefs. So this meme is is pretty accurate, Christians. Uh, you have to rethink, um, rethink what you are in, rethink your beliefs, and then set yourself straight. Woo!
1: So listen, I look at it on the political side. He's mixing the... LGBTQ situation with American black politics, talking about color if you are a different shade than someone else if you have melanin and the others don't have melanin that is different than having a sexual preference or they say it's no longer a sexual preference that people are born that way well however you want to word it That is different than having a situation where people destroy you because they are not what you are. So let's move forward here. Next meme coming up here. You know, I can't be angry at stupid. It's really funny. People say they want change but keep doing the same traditions. You know, I can't be angry at stupid. It's really funny. People say they want change, but keep doing the same traditions. Hmm. That was an interesting meme. I said, hey, let me just put that up there. And just keep moving, keep moving here. All right. So this meme right here, you know, I was like,
0: hmm.
1: Skipping large family gatherings for the holiday season of 2020 might just ensure you get to see those family members in 2021. Skipping large family gatherings for the holiday season of 2020 might just ensure you get to see family members in 2021. And I said, I still still think there's going to be some people who are going to be partying like it's 1999. What do you think?
0: Yeah, you know they are because for some reason their family is not susceptible to COVID. So um, for some reason they're going to still be partying and still be doing their thing never mind the dietary habits and uh, the alcohol habits uh, intake habits and all of that um that that drives down the immune system but everybody's gonna come together everybody's gonna have turkey day and nobody's gonna suffer the consequences well you know skipping large family gatherings you know it's, it's a funny thing that um You know, I've never really been big on that anyway, even though there were times that we did participate. I've always been cool, you know, without it. So we might not get to see those family members in 2021. It really is neither here nor there with me. But everybody just stay home. Just deal with your family at home. Um, Create something at home, you know, just stay home.
1: Oh, I, I, you know, that's up in the air. You know, we've been in a bubble since March. So, but next one, true or false? This is a true or false. And so I'm going to ask you this. True or false, Italian? Find a man who has passed his sex craving stage, who craves for a peace of mind, financial stability, and settling down is that true or false
0: um actually i i have a problem with the first part of the sentence find a man uh actually we are the ones to be found uh some people have a point of contention with that because once a man begins to pursue ladies it should no longer be about especially after you get a certain age it shouldn't be about dating it should be about marriage so if if a man is marriage-minded, he seeks on the quest to find a wife. He who finds a wife finds a good thing and obtains favor from the Lord until he's ready to seek and find. He's not going to be ready for the stuff below that. He should already be in, he should already be craving for peace, and, and, and peace of mind, financial stability and all that. He should already be that. Because men who are already in their peace of mind, financially stable, and they're ready to settle, that's when they begin to seek a wife and he finds you. Oftentimes, women, when we go to find a man, we often settle for a man or take a man that has not achieved those, those things below. Then we find ourselves having to either nurture that into existence or wait for him to get there and get frustrated in the process, and so the the whole relationship breaks up before it even has a chance to begin on a solid, stable footing. So, um, put yourself in a position to be found. How about let's spend our time preparing to be one that is that is valid to be found uh, and valuable to be found, rather than out seeking a man. A lot of times when we're out finding we too are undone as well so that's a heavy truth a heavy pill to swallow but i'm into the big pills
1: wow we're heading into some uh uncharted waters with these shutdown i see that uh Kristen said my husband was supposed to go to oregon but it appears that they are beginning to shut down Yes, we're gonna be into something and the optimist in chief is no longer gonna be in office. It's gonna be a dark, anyone who uses that word dark negatively, but Biden, dark, we're heading into a dark time. Anyway, this is Dr. J, Julius Irving. And I saw this and I said, Elevate, people. This is what this shows you. Elevate. Elevate above all else. Elevate. 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 Okay, so next one right here. You are totally replaceable at work. You're not replaceable at home. Home is your real life. Keep that perspective. You are totally replaceable at home. You are not replaceable. Excuse me. You're totally replaceable at work. (laughs) You're not replaceable at home. Home is your real life. Keep that perspective. Right? So this is. Memes, 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 memes. Just kicked everything out today. Okay, so this was a meme, and you know, it's kind of long-winded, but I thought it was pretty good to read today, all right? As we get ready to have the rubber hit the road because we're gonna be interactive today, okay? I've learned a lot this year. I've learned that things don't always turn out the way you planned or the way you think they should. And I've learned that there are things that go wrong that don't always get fixed or get put back together the way that they were before. I've learned that some broken things stay broken. And I've learned that you can't get through bad times and keep looking for better ones. And I've learned that you can get through bad times and keep looking for better ones as long as you have people who love you. I thought that was a pretty good meme. You know, I thought we would just read it this morning. Okay, next next meme here. Smash the share button, smash the like button as we go through this, right? Now this one right here I thought was funny, right? I thought this was funny and so I'll post it now. So this is an image of Donald Trump and there's a person that's COVID, has the tube and all that down the throat. And, is all wrapped up and stuff and he says you think you're having a bad day you should see the way I'm being treated by the media you think you're having a bad day you should see the way I'm being treated by the media
0: let me say something to that
1: Okay, so that is supposed to represent the lack of thought process on his part to have a relevant equivalence to say that what's happening to him is as bad as someone under a covid situation What you gotta say
0: yeah i mean we always have these memes coming out that paint him in a negative or questionable light But to those of you who lead in any capacity, I want you to reflect back. You know, if you don't have a a vendetta against Donald Trump for whatever reason, um, I want you to keep in mind that if you're really leading and you're leading in a vein that's most correct, as correct as it can be within your sphere of influence, that you will be unpopular, Um, Woe to the person who everybody is speaking well of them That's scripture If everybody is speaking well of you You are doing something wrong You have to qualify whose opinion you value You heard me say that before So if if it is the consensus of those who have integrity and character Who try to do the right thing and do things right Those are two different things But they try to do them both and that they they are uh, 90% of the time, they're on point with a lot of that. Now, if those people are the ones who are praising you and lauding you and, and giving you compliments. You take that with a grain of salt, but it's more valuable than receiving compliments from the general population and all of the media. So the fact that the media, the liars that they are, and the embellishers that they are, Um, The mainstream media If they are not liking him And taking to him odds are he's doing Things right or doing the Right things may not be Right for them but they're right for uh, The people that they That he has to lead and make Decisions for that's why people Need a leader Because they're incapable of uh, Make making all the right decisions Because they don't have all the Facts and they don't know how to to connect the dots in such a way to make the right decision. That's why it takes a leader who's able that has the mental fortitude to do that.
1: Let's move on to the next meme. This one is a distraction, of course. I've never seen so many females with effed up eyelashes in my life, ever. I've never seen so many females with effed up eyelashes in my life, ever like you know, those big, uh, those big furry eye- eyebrow- eyebrows. I, I don't know, they should take those back to send that back to sender. You know? <laughs> I don't know about those, those are a little strange. Okay, this one was a funny meme, Trump. Gonna chain the doors of the White House like Mr. Clark on lean on me. <laughs> Trump gonna chain the doors of the White House like Mr. Clark on lean on me. But lean on me. That's right. Cold red, cold blue, whatever color, whatever cold that was. Alright. So we're getting ready to have the rubber hit the road. So we we start with this one right here. A person on the black screenwriters, uh, excuse me, black screenwriters uh, page that I'm a member of wrote this. Should screenwriting contests be charging you for submissions? Should screenwriting contests be charging you for submissions? If so, what's a good price and what's a scam quote-unquote scam price should screenwriting contests be charging you for your submissions if so what's a good price and what's a scam price so what's a good price and what's a scam price should they be charging you in the first place it all depends on who they are are they an organization that can can get your screenplay seen are people going to be in the room that will see your screenplay or will they or is it just a fly by night where you know they're just doing what they do just to get a few ducats so you have to ask yourself that all right so right here at this point before we go further because we're getting ready to hit the rubber to the road don't forget you like what we bring to you when it's not interrupted by the powers that be use your qr code and scan the cash app on the left or the paypal on the right and go there and drop a few ducats drop smash a few dollars on those accounts to say that you appreciate what we do cash app is dollar sign t f r podcast live cash app is dollar sign t f r podcast live or you can use your qr scanner if you don't have one you can go to your play store on android And you can go to your Apple store on on Apple and get a QR code scanner and scan these. They will be up for you to see. All right, people. So now we are getting ready to get interactive. We are bringing you a new style of show today. And and so get a pencil and a paper because this is what you're gonna do. on when, when you're surfing the net you'll see the plus sign for those who didn't know you can add another window and you can detach it if you have two screens you can move it over to the other screen but if not you can lower the display and make it smaller so that you can still see us live on the various platforms that you're watching us on but we are going Interactive today And we want you to be able To read along With what we do So open up another Window and type In the address Bar Lordlandfilms.com That's L-O-R-D L-A-N-D Films F com all one word lordland films now when it opens you'll scroll down you'll scroll down and you'll see an ad that says independent actors table read live and you'll see myself you'll see me with a hat and a suit and tie you know, suit and tie combo on, you'll see it there, but you'll scroll down and you'll see independent actors table read live, right? Actors go live here. And what you're looking to do, you want to click script number two, script number two, right? These are my quarantine scripts. And we're talking about script writing today. So I figured the best Way to show you how a quality script would look is to actually show you one, right? That comes from Actors Go Live here show that hasn't activated yet because everybody thought that the COVID was going to be over. But we here at Lord Land Films bring other ways for actors to keep their chops tight. During this time, and plus it translates so well over the radio, right? So this is what we're gonna do. We're gonna go interactive. The name of the script, script number two, is entitled "The Tenant." It's a quarantine script number two. These were written written at the beginning of the quarantine in March, right? And they stay true. And stay on point to what's still happening today for some reason. So, my sister and I are going to act out the parts. And I'm also going to read the direction and the parentheticals. Okay? So, I'm going to read the direction and parentheticals. And my sister is going to be playing... Frederica, and I'm going to be playing the landlord Bolton, right? So this is a script that has to do with making something that's happening constantly during this shutdown. And this next shutdown is coming. that's going to be happening more than not and make it a little hyperbolic. We gave you the definition of hyperbolic before, so we're not going to go over it again. But smash the share button, smash the like button, because you get to hear a table read live. And I can take this and put the Foley and the sound effects in it and turn it into an actual episode that can stand alone. You see? Because we here at Lordland Films, we get, we get it done, right? We get it done, right? All right. So look, I'm a little bit down because I lost one of the viewer areas with this when it kicked out. But it's okay because as soon as we edit it down, it'll go back up and it'll get the people. Okay. So again, the name of the script is called The Tenant, right? So... Are you ready, Tanya? Are you ready, Tanya? Are you ready, Tanya?
0: I am ready.
1: She is ready. Okay, so as all scripts begin, fade in. Interior, apartment, night, dimly lit. A woman, 30s, sits at a corner of, the, of a bent frame bed, missing a caster, lopsided. Her head is slumped into her shoulders. She's wearing a dingy white beater and panties. Her hair is in poorly kept twists. She's barefoot holding pistols in each hand. She looks up as a loud knock, boom, 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 pounds the door and the rest of the dimly lit room is exposed through her POV. The door is reinforced by a sheet of steel with quad dead bolts running down its side with a tension jimmy pole leveraged between the door and the floor. A man's voice, husky, loud, but muffled, sounds off behind the door. Landlord, angry, angst. You can't stay in there forever. Come on, Frederica. The kitchen is overstocked with canned food, dried noodle packets, boxes of instant foods, containers of oatmeal, cabinets ajar with stacked vitamins and herbs to ward away illness, Frederica, angst, low, but forceful. Go away. She stands up, holding the pistols. Placing her forearms on the crown of her head. Tears flowing down her face. Frederica continued forceful, emotional.
0: Go away Bolton. I have no place to go. I don't have your money.
1: Cut to interior. Dimly lit apartment hallway. The landlord, 60ish, stands with a drill in his left hand and his right hand presses against the door frame, holding him as he stares at the apartment door. He's wearing overalls, a white tee, and black boots. Bolton, a chuckle but serious. (laughs) I knew I should have done that annual water heater check. That way, I could have evicted your ass then. Cut between spaces, Frederica pacing.
0: You know the law Bolton
1: Bolton Mimicking You know the law Bolton Well the law is almost up Freddie Why don't you just come out Frederica pacing Looks around the room At her fortified windows And stockpile of weapons with ammo Her neatly positioned Fatigues ready to dress With her last name Jones On the embedded in the embroidered badge. She looks at her dinette table, clean, with a chessboard, with one of the chairs reading Bolton. Bolton continued, cooler, but determined. You remember how we used to play chess? Frederica, softened, fond.
0: Yes, Bolton, I remember.
1: Bolton, angry, angst. well, i know what you were thinking well i know what you're thinking and don't make a move i'm coming in to get you frederica
0: fuck you bolton
1: a drill sounds cutting through wood and metal the bit breaks bolton angst what did you do frederica
0: frederica didn't see that move coming now, did you? Nah, you didn't.
1: Bolton paces back and forth as tenants begin to open their doors to peer out. Bolton notices Mrs. Robinson looking at him as other tenants close their doors back. Bolton forced, nice. Good morning, Mrs. Robinson. How are you? Mrs. Robinson half smiles as she closes her door. Mrs. Robinson...
0: Shouldn't have been effing with the tenants Her
1: daughter stands behind her Daughter Ma Mrs. Robertson Matter of fact
0: He shouldn't have You got my suit ready
1: Bolton stands Shoulders slumped Frederica stands on the other side Of the door Frederica trying to reason
0: go away and let me be Bo save my life Bo save my life
1: I wanted to save your life I wanted you to be part of my life as my wife don't you forget you brought this not me Frederica sad
0: no Bo the virus brought this showing me who you truly are if time hadn't slowed wouldn't have known I was just part of your tenant posse or as Mrs. Robinsons like to call them Bolton's apartment pussy
1: under his breath fuck Mrs. Robinson I won't be renewing her lease next month Bolton paces back and forth walks down the hall turns the corner but comes back with an axe he begins to hatch it away at the door, all the while talking, Bolton enraged. You brought this on yourself, I wanted you to be my wife, we could have been good together, you never have had to worry about rent, you would have been with both. The metal sheet begins to bend in the shape of the axe blade, cutting through the wood door to the steel sheet, Frederica stands, pistols, both hands aimed at the door, Bolton even more outraged. Oh, bitch, when I get to you, causing me to damage my goddamn property to get you out. Frederica tears and angry.
0: Don't do this. Bo, don't make me do this.
1: The door's metal sheet begins to bend in on itself with the sound of axe against wood. Bolton laughing, angry. Oh no, when I get in there, all we gonna do is talk, baby. The ultimate chess game, hope. The metal bends to expose a splintered hole in the door. Bolton looks in at Frederica's uh, as Uh, looks in at Frederica continuing to aim as he continues to break her door's defenses. Frederica, under her breath.
0: Don't shoot till you see the whites of their eyes.
1: Bolton breaks the door to where he can walk through what's left of the splintered door. He puts one foot in. He looks at Frederica in her eyes. Bolton, what you gonna do with those? Frederica looks at Bolton. In Bolton's eyes, Frederica, vengeful. Fire. Frederica's, Frederica lets off shots from both pistols until empty. End. Yeah, people. So that's an example of a script and you can see, you can imagine what it's like and what it would be like coming to life, right? Right, what was that experience like of reading that script there,
0: Tanya? Uh, it sounds like something I would like to do more of. Actually, um, <laughs> uh, that is an element of myself that I have I tapped into in my younger years, uh, preteen years, and that I eventually wanted to tap back into again as I do have ideas for plays and stuff like that but yeah that that was very much my element and it was very much looking at the uh all of the directions because i was ready to put my i could see you know the pistols having the pistols in the hands and having the hands up above the heads head like this above the forehead you know ready you got those pistols cocked there like this and you just got them like this and he's coming in the door and you sitting there, and all of those things in the parentheses—I forgot the terminology you used for them—but everything that's given the direction in the parentheses, you could see it, and it took you right in the storyline. Like you could see exactly what was happening uh, with the direction in the parentheses and the script as it was being spoken out. You could see—you could see a visual. Of what was happening you could see the whole thing you could see a scene you could see uh you could imagine him chopping through the door and the metal breaking and and all of that and she's sitting there with the pistol she's saying stuff under her breath just waiting for him to come in and you know so you could see the whole thing you could hear the mo feel the emotion behind it and how he was a manipulator and uh, sort of like a borderline pimp landlord You can see all of that
1: and it's weird because you know i wrote this way back in march and then there was a movie that just came out it was a a horror movie oh bad hair bad hair and kind of found out that the landlord was effing the women in the hair for them to be able to stay in the apartment building if they didn't have their rent right so you know you know just great minds think alike you know it, it, that just came out. I wrote that way back in March. And so, you know, just dealing with stories. Remember, we talked about stories that aren't on the nose. You know, on the nose is when you're dealing with people who write scripts. are like, oh, golly, gee. Gee, gee. Oh, golly, whiz. Oh, yes, I walked down the street. And you're like, okay, that's on the nose. That's, that's on the nose. That's not reality we write reality we write hyperbolic reality we take reality and turn it on its head at lordlandfilms.com and it's entertaining but there is a message in that film right there right so look this is from the series we call independent actors table read live that's right Independent actors table read live. Remember, you have to have that independent Jones to keep your chops. See, what it is is I look for actors to interpret my lines and bring them to life. And with these, you know, quarantine scripts, they bring home the issues of what's going on right now, today, true to life. I've got one that has to do with. 15 years out like still going through it could it possibly still be 15 years later could be i wrote the script on it right so and they're shorts and they're there to and it could be expanded into larger scripts but we give the opportunity to actors or people you don't even have to be an actor you just have to be able to interpret my lines, and you will be on the show. So, if you want to be on the show, Lordland Enterprises at Hotmail.com. Lordland Enterprises at Hotmail.com. Leave a headshot and a bio, a brief bio about yourself, and we will have you on. You will pick a script. We will find you an opposite, and they will read opposite you, and we will put all the foley and everything in, and it will be a finished product that you can put on your resume, on your bio as something that you did, because we make sure that we keep actor's chops tight, all Right? Actor's chops tight. So, that's what we do with that. Now, Remember we said you have to have great a good script. In that case, that's a great script because you can see everything it brings to your imagination. Everything as if you were watching a movie. That is an example of a great script. But if you have a good script, a good script will get you through, especially if you have a great director... You have a great light man, a great sound man, and the editor at the end can bring to life what was on the page and tell the story through image sizes, right? And so let's go through this real quick because we have a presentation. You know, we always have the presentations edited down by yours truly. I am a filmmaker. Now, these are examples. These are quick clips, but this is because the second part of the show is about light and how to use light to tell the story, how to lighting has to do with the colors that you see, right? If the film is pedestrian or if it is extraordinary in its presentation all has to do with the angles that are used the the lighting creation i don't know why i'm blurring out let's fix that all right there we go uh, it's uh, That's what it has to do with, right? And so, like yesterday, we told you, you're dealing with a professional when you're dealing with me. We're not doing pedestrian nothing. You have to tell the actors that they're going to be there from 10 to 10. Because we're going to shoot it again and again. Angles and angles. We're going to get it. But it's going to be an enjoyable situation, right? Because you know that the finished product is coming. That's what we do. So, this is a quick edit up. It's about three minutes. We're going to pause, of course, to bring context like we usually do. But this, these are examples of like taking what you read, this script right here, not this script in particular, but just script and applying light, right? Very important. Very important. Lighting is everything. Let's go. You ain't gonna do shit. Come the fuck down, baby. You ain't gonna do one fucking thing. I should've let you in the club where I fucking found you dancing. You
0: ain't gonna never be nothing but wanna be famous. You ain't funny. Hey, you ain't talented. You ain't nothing you have to be to be interested to them. You know what, baby? Time is slipping. Slipping away.
1: i go back and we're gonna break this scene down just a little bit. First of all, you see the lighting scheme is a low key lighting scheme with a royal purple tint in the room representing the young lady's anger toward whomever that is. You have to watch that episode. That's called silence, right? And you will understand what the name of the term silence is, right? Because he was very vocal, right? Now, the actor who acted, the actors that acted in this, right? Thank you. Thank you, Crystal. Thank you. Very good content, she said. Listen, the actors that acted in this said this should be for Domestic Violence Month. And truly it is because the story talks about a time when laws will be in such a way that women will get away with doing things to men and not have to worry about, they just say a certain words and they will get, now I did this so long ago, but this is what it is today. Enough. Just the words automatically get people, get women, out of the situation and put it all on the man. And I wrote this back in thirteen, fourteen. Sometimes I don't remember. I, sometimes I don't believe that I write this stuff. Right? All that, all that is the dialogue that I've written. When you know, it's certain things that you've seen in your life and you execute. If you've ever been out in the club or you ever been out in home environment and certain things happen at certain times and you bring these things to life. And my interest is always between the black man and the black woman because there's certain situations that we have to iron out to move forward. So let's watch this again. Plus, there's compositing. There's master compositing in there where you're seeing the image front and back. Right? And you're seeing as it plays out and she's in silhouette even as she approaches with the pistol. That's all lighting scheme. She's silhouette. She's silhouette. She's not a shadow on the wall. She's silhouette with the lighting and the purple, purple haze—I like to call it. So let's let's go through it again. You have to see the, you have to hear and see the breakdown of what you are seeing because I do not bring pedestrian production. I bring finished production that, when it's on the big screen, people are proud to say that they acted in it. Hey, did you hear the sound? Did you hear how the sound was pumped? Boom. It's like a Marvels movie. Let's go, let's go again. You ain't gonna do shit. Come the fuck down, baby. You ain't gonna do a motherfucking thing. I should've left you in the club where
0: I fucking find you dancing. You ain't gonna never be nothing but wanna be famous. You ain't funny hey you ain't talented you ain't nothing you have to be to be interested to them you know what betty time is slipping slipping away Tell me your woes, and I'll make it better, baby. Nothing can make it better. There's always something to bring you happiness. I'm here to bring you happiness.
1: There's no such thing as happiness.
0: Of course. We as humans try to make our worst situations Our happiness. If you think that, you're more than human. But there is no happiness. Why? Why what? Tell me, my fine philosopher. Why is there no happiness? Death.
1: So that's from a scene called from track track is the film that we showed you yesterday where he throws the money and his wife falls down the steps to her death and a demon comes to him as he's trying to get himself back together after the fall and the demon comes to him and that is the scene where this is playing out. This is one of the uh, alternative cuts of the scene of how it plays out. And so as he's sitting there he's lamenting the fact that he through ignorance killed his wife because her shoe slips on the step because the money falls and it gets under her shoe and she falls and she breaks her neck. And he's under he's under the bus you know like he's under the bus you know he's under he's under the table he's on the floor because of that because he was a professional boxer this is the storyline he was a professional boxer and so he was trying to get himself back into shape and he runs into this demon who looks particularly familiar to him but not quite and then you have to see how it plays out because it has a very provocative, very unsettling ending. It's called Silence, right? What should I say to that?
0: I thought that was very good. That was like uh, it was a preview of sorts that made me want to see. Well, let me let me see what this is about because clearly this was some kind of spirit that's what i saw it as and i like the way i like the cinematography on it where i think that's what you call that i'm learning these film terms i think it's called cinematography how you had that person though she was in the background her image was crystal clear and he was in the forefront but his image was a little bit his image was distant though he was in the forefront Her image was clear, though she was in the background. And so she was doing the talking and he was it was conveying the image to me that this was a thought in his head and that he was speaking to a voice in his head or a voice that was speaking to him. So that was very good um, how that that played out. It made you think on what you were actually looking at.
1: Oh, you are cooking now because that's what what that was. That's exactly what it was. So that's good. I get to hear if the imagery made conveys exactly the message that I wanted to put across. And that is good. That is great observation on your part. That's how it was. Let's continue on. Go away, Maxwell. You're the last person I want to see. Yeah, I'll be back. I'll be back to get at that, though. I'm so sorry. I Shit. Calm the fuck down, baby. You ain't gonna. Just stand there looking at me. Go give me a piece of paper so I can write out my new idea. Welcome to the Black Eyes Chronicles. Yeah. So that last one that last the last one is a composite of showing you know cutting up and making images talk that she was you, you've seen the original image so you saw what she was talking to but then it appears that the gun comes to me and that shows you how you can manipulate color and image with light on the fly You see, that's great film making things. It makes you feel. And here's the secret. Here's the secret to that, right? That's me holding the gun on myself. How did I do that? How did I put myself holding the gun over me in the image? How did I do that? Let's back that up real quick. And it's seamless. Right? Let me back this up. Right? How did I... How did I do that? Right? Where it is seamless. It was so seamless that the person who watched it, one of the people who watched it, say, people should be careful with guns. <laughs> people aiming guns at you. I say, I just laughed. I chuckled. Yes, but that that... Is a industry secret business that Crazy D does as far as how to image with an image with an image. What would you like to say to that?
0: Well, I'm I'm looking at it and going back now. I knowing you, um, can can see that that's your arm, your forearm. I can see that right where that vein is. I can see that. I know because I know you. Um, But nobody is going to be thinking to look that deep into things. It's only certain people. It's funny. (laughs) We'll ruin a whole thing because we can see. But yeah, now if you flip to the next scene when it's back to her. Flip to the next scene when it's back to her. Are you able to do that? Just the very next, right? So when the go, the gun goes down and it's back to her, you're not even seeing that part of her arm. So that is a hidden. You have no way of knowing it. That, that wasn't her her arm that was in that scene. So that means that that had to be two different clips that were merged together.
1: Another, I'm just showing you the, the edits of being a master editor. Is she in that scene with me? Yes or no?
0: Uh, I would think that that first one where the gun was being held on you, I don't think so.
1: No, no, not, not the one where, because we know she's in the scene with the guy. I'm talking about, this is a totally different woman right here, right here. I'm saying, is she, let's, let's play this real quick. This is very important, right? As we break down editing, right? It's very important. Don't just stand there looking at me. Go give me a piece of paper so I can write out my new idea. Is she there? Is she there in that scene with me?
0: Uh, I don't think so.
1: Ding, 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 ding. You would be right, but it is the power of suggestion and placing scenes together. Just taking scenes and switching them around and making them tell a story. This is very important as an editor to be able to tell a story. You hear the door open, then the door is open. Who opened the door? Who opened the door? You're sitting there. You don't see the person's hands on the floor. Who's manipulating the lighting? This changing up the lighting. The lighting goes a purple because she's kind of angry. And then because of what I say, and then uh, I say, Am I supposed to be afraid that it turns yellow like coward? Am I supposed to be afraid of this or something? Who's manipulating the lighting? You see, so these are secrets in film editing after you have a great script, right? And so, you know, it's an amazing, it's an amazing thing, film, film is can suggest so many things to you. Welcome to the Black Eyes Chronicles. Yeah, 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 so when you're doing independent, when you're independent DIY, do it yourself nature of film, right? Part two. Before lights, camera, action is a good script. We took you to the script and we took you to after having a good script, how to tell a story. Story. If you are with some people and they do not have lighting and they're not telling a story, if they're not putting in shadow, if they're not doing anything like that, if they're just focusing on angles that are pedestrian, like, huh, huh, well, you could have just done that on your own. They're not going, huh, 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 huh. They're, they are not filmmakers. They are they are novice want And so we tell film, we, we make film the way film is supposed to be made. We bring presentation the way it's supposed to be brought because I represent for my American black people which means that the things that I do have to usurp that which is in Hollywood, right? A lot of B films in Hollywood they keep giving chances to, but that means we have to usurp what they do and make it better than what they do so there is no doubt when they see it they say damn when they hear it they say damn how did you do that because my film my film buddy my film buddy is so pedestrian compared to yours i know i know dude i know i know guy i know guy because you're dealing with a film dude crazy deep film dude right so look we, we breezed through this show today even after the, i guess the kind of the breakup kind of made us speed through because here we are we got 38 minutes we got 38 well, minutes let left We're gonna have to... well, let
0: me ask you some questions let me ask you some questions
1: okay say that again
0: i so, said let me ask you some questions um when you were uh when you were looking as i mentioned yesterday you transitioned out of another industry how far along like before like as you've seen the industry was heading towards a decline the music retail industry was heading towards a decline a massive decline i mean it tanked as you saw it heading in that direction had you already had an affinity for wanting to be a filmmaker or um was that something that just was a piff an epiphany during that time
1: see what happened was back in the second or third grade i had a speech teacher because you know i had the r and the s problem you know and that's why i say that the tongue turns back to geechee but anyway uh, Mrs. Troop, that was her name, and she was the speech, theater, uh, uh, speech teacher. But she also taught theater, right? So she put me into a lot of theater productions in my elementary school. It was a magnet school, Lafayette Contemporary, uh, Lafayette Contemporary Academy, no longer there, torn down now, one off of a Bell, off of uh, Union. And um, she put me in a lot of productions to, you know, build up my confidence and to get over the S and the R uh, impediment that I had. Right. So I got over that, and I also built. But I remembered how scripts were laid out initially. Right. And when we were at Cleveland State, I had took. Courses at the communications, right? At the communications building. And they taught us things like, if you look at, I'm just giving you examples. Of if you look at an ice cream ad, and it's two mounds of chocolate, and they have someone diving in, and they're real small. That represents two butt cheeks and the diving in is a sexual reference which makes you want to enjoy and purchase the ice cream to eat it, right? So, they showed us a lot of things. So, all of these things were elements. So, when I was in the store, I just started writing scripts, but I took out the exit stage left, enter from the right. Uh, upstage, backstage, I just took that out, right? So the interest was always there. And I remember I wrote a script and dad was up that day and he read it and he said he didn't get it, right? You know, people, your your family members, they, they don't often get what you're doing, right? But I said, I'm gonna do this and I'm gonna get some actors and I'm going to use the people who come into the store. And I'm going to use some rappers that I dealt with. And we're going to shoot this. And make this happen. So that's what I did. And the reason why I did it. Was because I said well music is slowing down. Right. I have this space. I can begin to tell the story of. The 15 years in retail. And. And i call it the Black Ice Chronicles dealing with the metaphor of black ice because within that 15 years there were always somebody or someone coming in and trying to scam. Always trying to come in and scam, right? So then I came up with this with the catch line, which is the tagline, which is when you deal with the unseen, you often deal with the unforeseen, right? Because you have to be able to Automatically hit it. People it has to be concise, right? So, all of it just happened at the same time because you know you remember I was filming. We were having the events of the store, and I was filming rappers performing, and I was editing up and putting it up. I said, "Well, why don't I just add the script to that and start moving forward?" And then that's how it that's how it really began. And then after I shot the shifter. And uh, the, a few other films with the Shifter went out and actually won in LA. So I, I was like, "Yeah, all right." <laughs> when we went out there, we said it's time to move. <laughs> you know. So that's that's how it, that's how that happened, really.
0: Okay, okay. That's a, um, that's amazing. That's an amazing story going back to second grade and how that influenced on uh, the present. Well, in how did you, like, as you went along in lines of uh, equipment purchases and things like that, like, how did you, did you have to spend time studying other filmmakers and the quality of film? Because one thing I noticed is that, like, you know, we'll, we'll categorize certain things as B movies or we'll categorize certain things as low budget and we'll categorize. And that's often, um you know those terms are often arrived at by what we're looking at so we're looking at something that looks fuzzy like i think it was the the blair witch project was one of the first ones that i seen where it looks like it was done on a home movie camera or on a cell phone or something like that and they did a whole project and i think that won some type of award uh, it was the Blair Witch Project. So when you were when you were getting started, because what I want to do is I want to convey to people that is to, to to don't despise small beginnings. You have to begin somewhere. You're not if you don't have um, if you don't have a hundred thousand dollars to go out and buy equipment. I think some people get stuck right there. They think if they can't go and purchase. All of this equipment up front Then they're not going to be able To produce but the The production is in you So Kind of explain that process About you know uh, Starting out And just starting somewhere and starting With what's within And the equipment that you have
1: Well you know Let me me go back a little bit You know I had dealt with a lot of videographers that were they knew how to edit video right and so I would use videographers but I would find that they wouldn't do the work for me like they would have things flashing flying in and flipping around the images and the letters and everything flipping around They get to me and it would be pedestrian and what really uh, was the Straw that broke the camel's back to use a cliche. I had a guy that was shooting my commercials, right? And he had a smudge on the lens of his camera. Now, on playback, when we were looking at it in the store, you couldn't see it. But when we got up on the big uh, screens on his monitors, you could see it. And I'm like, I'm thinking to myself, it was no way that that smudge was there unless he did that on purpose. And he knew that it wouldn't be seen, you know? Cause what you'll find in Cleveland, this is Cleveland, Ohio, and I'm sure it is like that in other places also. There will be people who think that they're cool with someone. You're paying them, right? But they think that they're cool with someone else and they will do what they think they need to do to do you in, or at least to slow you down. That's why I say Cleveland is a place for that they love to hate what they love. Actually, they love you, but they hate you. And I'm sure that that's many different places the same. So that was the straw that broke the camel's back and I, I couldn't get it. So I said, I'm just gonna go out. I looked up on the computer and I found this video uh program for $97 called Pinnacle 12. I went up to uh what was that? Was that that one Best Buy that was uh what was that up there on the corner that they they're defunct now? Circuit City. I went and bought Pinnacle 12. I put it, came back, put it on the computer and <clears throat> already already knew because I had sat in the I had sat in the editing bay with other editors so I had an idea of how it worked, right? Because I was basically given direction. It's like when you do music, for instance, you have an engineer like a EQ, rest in peace, or Mixmaster Quick. They have a studio. They know how to bend and turn all the knobs, but you're directed, I need this much of this sampled here. I need this much of that. I need this to sound like it's playing. I need it to overlap, boom, 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 boom. I need this beat looped here, so it breaks on a two quarter turn, and they and they're put it together for you, but it's your production because you're the producer, but they know how to twist the knobs, right? So being in that environment, then getting my own studio, I already had an idea of how to twist knobs, but everybody's ear is different. So when I got in there, I started twisting knobs superiorly. I told you I'm a hip hopper. But anyway, look. (laughs) So same thing with this. So I said, I can do this. And this was uh, the same thing. He had a smudge on it, right? And before, the commercial before, and now that I know how editing programs, I've been knowing how editing programs work now for now at least 15-20 years he loaded up all of the information had cut the commercial it was good it was better than the finished product that came out because we had to do it all again because he he saved it but then he just X'd out and didn't know what folder he put it in this was purposefully. But because I'm a I'm a I'm Job, I have patience, let's do it again. I'm there, let's do it again. So we sat up there for another six hours to do a 30 second commercial. I will sit up there. I have the patience of Job. That was always one of the stories that impressed me in the Bible. I said, have the patience of Job. I sat there for another six hours and cut another 30 seconds because he x it and knowing how computer programs go today, I know that he knew where it was, he knew what folder it was, but I wouldn't know because I, it wasn't my equipment, right? So after those two times, I said, it won't be a strike three. I'm gonna got my own computer program and then I started cutting my own television commercials. That's where it started, right? Cut down television commercials. Then I started cutting other people's commercials. And then the woman from from uh, from the YMCA—it was a black uh, swim team, the only black swim swim team in Bedford, called the Stingrays. She brought the footage to me and I cut it up and put the music behind it, right? And I never used it because it was kids, right? So I never put it up, plus the music wasn't copy clear, but it was good for their presentation for what they wanted. And so she came up that day and she watched it on the monitor that we had and she began to cry and she said this this is one of the most beautiful presentations. I would have never expected it to come out like this, and that's when you know Tracy says, and then I look and said, I think I'm on to something here. That my editing got this woman to cry, right? So then that's when the looking at it, I'm dealing with MCs. I said, let's start telling the stories of what's happening in Cleveland. So I start cutting little shorts, and putting them up on the uh, internet, on YouTube, and getting interest, and people were looking for the next week on what was happening next on The Block 2, Black Ice, The Block 2. So the little venue like three like two minutes, three minutes, and we put that up there. So I said, well, if I can do that, I can go longer. And so I did females, right? Females, which was a set of six different stories that cut and then came back to the conclusion, and then uh, Steve Turner, shout out to him. Steve Turner brought because uh, he knew I was doing film. Steve Turner is out in L.A. right now. He's a comic. You've seen him in um, Straight Out of Compton. He was the studio guy. He gets like. Extra roles, but you know, his face is in the place, so he gets paper for it, right? As far as I could tell. But anyway, he brought Poison Ivy, right, who's a female rapper, and so he brought her. And all this culminates at the same time to make the shifter, right? So the shifter was the first one where I took all of the script writing ability and wrote a narrative, a 19 minute narrative it turned out once you edit up it'll be it could be what it is 35 minutes you write the 19 it was like a 19 page narrative that laid out like how these scripts are that we just read today and my wife and I went over to the west side and went to this uh, film festival they were having on the west side it was a Caucasian film festival so there was this woman there named uh, Diana rova, she was a Russian right and she was over in the United States and I had saw her um, do some dialogue and so I gave her my card and she was like kind of standoffish so but I had shot some footage with people did some test reads with people so people were watching me I was doing more than the so-called wanna be filmmakers there that didn't have a camera. You don't you're a filmmaker, but you don't have a camera. You don't have no scripts to do some test reading with some people to see if you want to put them in your stuff. So I'm a I'm a hustler. I have hustle. I'm not a hustler. I have hustle. Right? I hustle up. So she calls the next day. She comes up, she's able to interpret my lines and so I write the shifter based on her and poison ivy, right? The poison ivy would be the foil to the shifter, because community because the crazy D character and the crazy D store was so big in the community that in the end, unbeknownst to the shifter, the community would come out to unbeknownst to crazy D save crazy D from the shifter, and that that that's the whole storyline there right and so once I cut the shifter we had you know we had uh, watch uh, watch parties where people came up to the store and they watched it and I watched people laugh at the parts that I had wrote in there the comedy I had wrote in there I don't write buffoonery but I knew I was on the right track because the parts that I said that people would laugh at they laughed at that's when I knew I was on the right track of writing the scripts. They would laugh. They could see themselves. And I remember somebody in the audience said I would have done the same thing as they were chuckling and laughing, right? So I said I'm on the right track. So that's when I submitted it out to the um what was that called? The Fringe Fest Hollywood film out in Hollywood, right? And it won curators pick. And then once we went out there we said we got to move out here. We went out to Las Vegas to check it out. They say, oh, the traffic is better in Las Vegas, north, south, north, south east, west. You can't get lost because there's the stratosphere. You just get there, find the stratosphere, you back to where you need to be. So that's where we moved four hours away from L.A. to or one hour and a half from L.A. if you got to fly out there. So that's what we did. So that's where it germinates from. People do not hold me down when I want to do something. Nothing is going to stop me but death itself. You're going to tell me that you're going to act crazy and I'm paying you and you do this and they release the monster because when they look at their stuff, they're just videographers and I'm a filmmaker. You know, so they release the monster because I'm a hip hopper. That's what they don't know. I have a mild mannered a demeanor, right? I won't even call it an act because I'm a real person. But a mild manner demeanor, but underneath you're gonna have to show me you better than me. You know, so that's that's how that that's how that came about. We got a uh, eighteen minutes.
0: That's funny. That sounds so familiar. Nothing but death. Um <laughs> that sounds very familiar. I very much identify with that. I think that's a characteristic That um It was evidenced in both our parents But it was really modeled More outwardly and externally By our mother Um That she wasn't playing with you If you pulled some on her She had a bigger trick for you She always had a bigger trick And she didn't lose Uh, When she came out with her tricks She showed you yours was for kids And she came out with the big Big girl stuff But um, that is an amazing story Just to go ahead and forge ahead And that's something else that the listeners And viewers can take from that Is that There has to be a certain amount of intestinal And testicular fortitude Within you To believe in yourself Never did it come up in any of your conversation That you doubted you Never did it come up in any of your conversation That you doubted or had questions about um, what you were getting ready to pursue And how you were getting ready to do it You just kept it moving You kept it moving and as you kept it moving You were just able to make decisions on the fly As you needed to make them And I'm very much like you don't uh, Now you paying somebody to perform a service for you And you are, your output is excellence, which is why you're paying someone to do this particular job in this particular area because you didn't have it at that time. But since now you're going to act froggy and take my money and then be substandard, then now I got to learn this myself, which is part of the reason why I began, I got software programs and start learning how to twist the knobs and stuff. Uh, For the laying my own music tracks Because as a female We are in uh, the the, uh, Minority When it comes to engineering And stuff in the field Though there are a few females That are doing it in the music industry It's very few That you can probably on one hand You can name them uh, for engineers And for producers as well So I'm like well I'm going to be Another one I'm going to do my own stuff and then when I want to go and master and now you don't even have to go pay for mastering anymore. There are programs to do that now. So once you have your mix and all of that, you can do it. And that's the thing you have to have as much as you can be self-contained listening audience viewers, as self-contained as you can be, that's now being economical as well so that you're able to put your monies towards other things. So, over the years, I've watched you advance. I've watched um, the levels of things improve. Like, you can always tell when another camera has been bought. Because you always maximize your tools. You maximize your tools on the level that you have them. And then you graduate up. And so, you always can see that graduation in the work. You can see it. But you always maximize your tools. And that's good for people to know. But you have to start somewhere. Like, some people... I've seen them start with the camera phones on their iPhones. I, From my knowledge, they have a very good camera. Some, some people start there. If that's all you got, start there. It's what's inside you. It's execution. You will hear D use that word a lot. Execute. And he's a living proof of that. He's always going to execute. And so let's talk. We got about 15 minutes. Let's talk briefly about being uh, in your city, locally, how uh, being um, an individual in the approach to your art form as opposed to others who were attempting to do the same thing in your area. Let's talk about remaining individual in your approach as a as a film maker.
1: Well, you know, there weren't, there weren't that many people doing film at the time when I switched over to film. There were videographers who were doing videos, but there weren't that there's an explosion of film now, and I remember one of uh, one of our cousins uh, cousin-in-laws Tracy's cousin, my cousin-in-law we came home uh, one summer to visit after we had been out here for a while, and he said man, it's this dude at work that just follows you. He said, you're Crazy D's, you're Crazy D's cousin? Oh, Crazy D, he was doing the film before everybody else. I just listened, I watched him, he be doing his thing, he got the Black Ice Chronicles. And I'm like, wow, you know, I would never know that, you know, people would, you know, necessarily, I knew that I could look at the numbers and tell who's following, but I never like had the personal testimony of someone you know, and he's like, yeah, man, they, they're on He said, he's inspired me to do film, right? So, there's an explosion of film now, you know, and I, and I think, I think that if they're honest, they'll say, you know, that they had that exposure because I had the DVDs out there, to the finish DVDs, and the shifter went out there, and the, I gave, see, with me, I give, I, I I don't pay you on the front end, but I pay you on the pay you on the tail end by bringing you, giving you product to sell, right? So the actors and the MCs could actually sell the product. Thus, it builds their brand as a MC or an actor, and they're on a whole nother level because they have a finished product, right? And, and it looks professional. It is professional. It is what it is, and so. That's what set me apart. It was like, I'm going to find out how to do what I do. I'm I'm going to be an individual in that. I'm going to say, I'm not going to wait. If I can go to the studio and record something, then it's not a demo. It's ready to be packaged and sold as a complete project. I'm not going to cut songs just to ship them off to record labels. I'm going to release these records. And so, that's that's the difference, right? And so, when I started shooting the film, I said, I'm going to package this up, get duplication of it, and I'm going to hand it out to them, and they're going to be able to do And it was a surprise, because they came there, and they each got five each, and they were able to go out there and push those films. And then, if they wanted more, they just come up and pay me the re-up price, and then they would get it. I wouldn't put a price on top of it. That's how fair I was, right? All I need is the price to, because you're perpetuating and spreading my name. Now, the problem is when you get with people who don't want to spread your name, but they would spread Warner Brothers and Universal, but they wouldn't want to spread Crazy D's <laughs> because they're right. too close. You know, so I mean, that's right. another story for another time, but that's what it is to be an individual is to say that I can do what they do what the uh, because i always kept my eye on what the studios were doing i can do that and being an individual i would say how can i do better than what i did the last time the person that i'm in con in competition with is myself how can i do better than what i did the last time and if people are in competition with someone else you will never get to that level because each person's heartbeat is different so each person's heartbeat creates different. so you will never get to that level but if you stand in yourself you've already succeeded so that's what individualism is to me we got uh nine minutes we can start to close out
0: Well, guys, this has been another robust episode of uh, Hashtag Observations TFR. Uh, Today, we have been discussing, for those of you who have logged in late and have not caught on to what we were talking about, we uh, transitioned from one part of the show into doing a mini interview with Crazy D about um, his start as a filmmaker you know how he started how he transitioned out of music retail and other stuff that he was doing musically into being a filmmaker and it was just a a course of uh some of it was by default because people lacked excellence in their work and because he was striving for that he had to segue and learn the stuff that he was paying other people to do and so it opened it actually opened up for him, whereas for some it would have been a thwarting for him. It made him blossom into another area. So uh, listen back to this and take the key points that you should um, be able to take for yourself. Um, if you have areas of self-improvement that you need or you may be able to pull a mind state out of it, you may be able to pull And testing on fortitude out of it. You may be able to pull ideas on how to increase your capabilities or your abilities uh, out of it. But listen back to it again. Because if you find yourself as a creator who is stuck somewhere and you've been stuck there five and ten years. Obviously, you need some kind of WD-40 figurative to push you out of that place. So listen back to the points. I ask certain questions on purpose because we want to inspire you to do what you need to do because we want to see you win. I mean, look at here. Look around you. If you look at the news enough, you know, between this Corona situation and between the election situation, where do you find yourself? Where do you see us as a people and where do you see your contribution to it? Because bottom line is you're going to have to make a way for yourself that's going to sustain you and your family and contribute to your community. And you're not going to do it just sitting around being, you know, Someday we'll find it, the rainbow connection, the lovers, the dreamers, and me, all of us under its spell. You know that it's probably Walla magic Had you been half asleep And had you heard voices I heard them calling my name Is it the sweet sound That called the young sailors That sounds kind of sweet I think they're one and the same. I've heard it too many times to ignore it. Sound like you need some fan app. Somewhere where I'm supposed to be. Someday we'll find it. Someday. Like 50 years of voting with no results. The Rainbow Connection. Oh, let's grab hands together the rainbow, the, all the colors of the rainbow. The lovers. What kind of lovers? The dreamers. The dreamers. And me. And you. La 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 la. La 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 la. La la la. La la,
1: la, la. How did you bring that back <laughs> that's great, that's great timing there, because you brought that back around, you know, that would be like how a comedian, like, we've been talking about that in previous shows, and you brought it back around in this closing, that was, that was awesome, that was awesome, listen, one of my pet peeves, and you know, we had that meme the other day talking about, please do not pet my peeve, my pet peeve is people coming to talk to me uh, people who just you know like i'm out just relaxing and people come and talk to me about things that have to do with what i do and they're talking about what i'm going to be doing that and i'm going to do that and you give them encouragement because you say yes you can do it you can do it and you know what happens it'll be Three, four years later and they have done nothing towards what they said they were doing because it's not their dream. Their thing is they're trying to compete with you. That is my that is my pet peeve. That, that is a pet peeve right there. You're trying to compete, but everyone's heartbeat is different. And some people's legacies are in their children others are in what they create others is what they build the the monstrosities of skyscraper they build architects everyone has their own heartbeat so those who compete they want to compete with those that are doing find your own business to get into and do so that's my pet peeve like there was these dudes back when we were younger always talking about oh I gotta I gotta deal with Sony, I gotta deal with Universal, I gotta deal with this. I say, oh yeah, oh yeah. And you know that was good when you were younger, but then you know the Randall Park Mall faded away. Everybody got older. Everybody found that there was no deal deal. Meanwhile, I've got records out. That people can still listen to today. So this is my point. Don't be a talker. Find something that you want to do and do it. Don't do it because you're trying to compete. I didn't do it because I was trying to compete. I did it because I needed a quality product. Because like my sister said, I was based on having excellence because I want to put the best put across the best product for American black people that I can. How is it that the 70's where they had to have film and they had to have syncing the sound to the film afterwards. How is it that the 70's films can be better than the films that come out today and everything is synced together in the camera. You're supposed to be producing something for American black people to leave a legacy behind to say that we were here. and and poor sound, and if you don't know how to use your smartphones correctly, those images will not live past the time that you create them. The sound that you create does do, does not live past the time that you created it. And so, those are a little bit of my pet peeves because we're supposed to be winning. Even if it's just in the entertainment that we put across. It's supposed to be in excellence. If you're talking about using drugs and being a fiend your music is supposed to be the best at doing that. It's supposed to sound the best. Your image is supposed to be the best to represent that. That's what I'm saying. Right people. So if you believe that's good or bad Still, the image and the sound has to be right. And that's what we do over here at Lord Land Films. All right, people. So this tomorrow is episode 61 with another feature on the independent DIY nature of filmmaking. Episode three. We shall see you tomorrow. This has been another rever- robust episode of Hashtag Observations TFR by Crazy D with my special guest host, my sister, Tanya M. Congress. Tomorrow. Here's the
0: thing about Germany. Why I made a curator's deck of the Hollywood
1: French Unity, unity. like it's